Yeah, the revelations now televised. Uh, a platform for you and I. And now look with full heart and clear eyes. Yeah, these are just my thoughts. The truth don't have free with these topics I prepare. Please know my toll. I always keep it real. Keep it real. Can't face the word if you can't face facts. For your time, just open up your mind. That's it, just live, think big. Now take that. The God in me is here, was made by design. Yeah, the revelation will be televised. What's up, everybody, and welcome to season one, verse two of the Revelations podcast. I'm your boy, Rev, and it's been a minute. Uh, episode one, you know, uh, the stick and pick philosophy was really good. I got some great feedback from you guys, so I appreciate that. Talking about relationships with my friend, Sean Bailey, shouts out to her, et cetera. Um, but it's been a little while since I put out some more content, and the question might be why. You know, I, I said on that one that I would be putting out content, interviews, et cetera. I did mention that I would have some solo uh, things where it's just me, but there's been a little fear there of putting one of those out. So this is one of those times where it's just me. I'm going to try to bring some content to you guys where it's just me speaking. Um, it's a little weird for me because it's me, a camera, my microphone right here and my computer. And that's it. I love to talk. I love really I love to converse because I love to listen just as much as I love to talk. Um, but it wasn't just that fear. Honestly, guys, it was pride. Pride. My pride got in the way of me doing what I said I would come to do for, for you guys. So we're going to talk about pride. That's going to be the 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 name of this episode. The 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 theme of this is just pride and how pride can affect me, but more importantly, how pride can affect the world. And I want you to look at yourself and see where pride pops up in your life. And is pride good, bad, you know, or what? Let's discuss it. So first things first, you know, I'm a teacher. So we have to do this. We have to get the actual definition of pride. The reason I do this, I do this on the Black Minds Matter podcast with my boy Mac and my sister Key. We're on there dropping things on you on Mondays and Thursdays. Go check that out wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening to this. Go check that out as well. Um, we define words because we have to have a consensus on what we're talking about. And unfortunately, in today's world, people feel like they can change the definition of words and they expect everybody to go along with it and or know what they mean when they change the meaning of the word. We're not going to do that. We're going to stick to the script, stick to what the word mean here. I am a originalist when it comes to words. Um, so I want to get the actual definition of the word. So according to the Oxford language, pride is a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements. Okay, but it's, it's, it's three parts. That's part one. A feeling of deep pleasure and satisfaction. Oh, good. Derived from one's own achievements. So my achievements, I feel pride in what I achieve. So I feel good, a deep pleasure and satisfaction within myself, right? Because of what I've done. That could be good. That could be bad. The other part is it could be the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated. So I'm proud of my nephew because he played well in the football game. That's my nephew. I want to point out that that's my nephew. I'm proud of my mom for pulling us out of the ghetto and getting us to middle class. That's my mother. Look at all the hard work she did. That is pride as well. And the last one is or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. So I'm proud that I made a lot of money because the world views making a lot of money as success, right? So that's what it is. A deep pleasure of satis uh, or, or satisfaction derived from my achievements, 
the achievement of somebody I love or the what the world views as good. So on its face, it's not necessarily bad, pride, right? But pride can also get in the way. Pride can be, it's all about me, what I'm doing. I'm proud of what I've done. And or it can it can stop us from doing things as well. I'm too proud to try again because I failed the first time and that was embarrassing, right? And, and ladies, I'm gonna speak to you guys about men, okay? We as men are oftentimes embarrassed by our failures, okay? Because we want to be right. We want to, we want to do well and our pride gets in the way. And if we fail, we're like, oh my God, we'll try to cover that up. But ladies, you aren't immune as well. You are prideful as well. Women can be prideful. Prideful is a human condition, not just male or female. Unfortunately, oftentimes, men are the people who are said to be more prideful than females, but that's not necessarily true. We're all prideful. I'm just showing you that a lot of times when it comes to men, the the the, the embarrassment of not succeeding can, can show up in frustrations, et cetera, and that's because this pride is being attacked. So I was prideful. I was proud of what I did at the beginning, but I'm embarrassed. Like, can I really duplicate that and do it again. And a couple of things happen and why I'm putting out this episode. So I want to give a couple of shots out to some folks. One who doesn't know me, but hopefully one day I will meet this man. His name is Killer Mike. He's a rapper. Um, he just dropped a, an album on June 16th called Michael. Killer Mike is my favorite rapper. If anybody knows me personally, they know that. I love his music. I don't think the dude has ever made a bad song, etc. Well, his album was really good, but I was listening to an interview and he was just talking about how you just got to try. You just got to do it until you find your niche. And I'm just thinking and I'm in, in my prayer at night and I'm like, man, what could I do to really find my niche? And I think this podcasting thing is it. So I'm like, man, I really want to push this. So I started jotting down notes, shutting down notes. And then I hung out with my cousin. We went to the mall. I was like, dude, I'm bored. He was like, I'm bored. Too. Let's just go to the mall. We went to the mall, walked around, just rap. Me and my cousin are really tight. And we got back to my house because he was like, man, I'm just going to come over and kick it with you, you know, um, and until until my, my my next appointment. So we come up, we get over to my house. He hangs out and he's like, Rev, and I'm like, what up? And he's like, man, you need to get your podcast thing going out of the blue. I've been praying about this for several days. The the interview I saw with Killer Mike was talking about just doing things. And this just came up. So and he was like, man, I challenge you to you said you was going to put out content by yourself. So do that. So I had to get rid of the embarrassment. I had to stop being so proud that I'm not going to be able to do it again. I'm not going to be able to have that great accomplishment again, right? I'm not going to be able to live up to the expectation that I set for myself. My own achievement won't be so great. So I had to put that aside and actually get up here and do, do this. So that's why we're doing this today. Now, pride isn't necessarily a bad thing, but when it becomes arrogant, when you become um, like... I did all of this on my own. I had no help. It was just me. There's no God. There's no friends or anything like that. That's when it becomes a problem. And a lot of our pride shows up in us not being able to admit that we're wrong, that we're wrong. Not saying that I'm sorry. When people struggle with saying I'm sorry or I was wrong, that's a prideful individual. Now, I will say I have pride in a lot of ways. And I'm going to discuss how my pride has cost me some relationships it's cost me some job opportunities, et cetera. I'll discuss those later. But I really don't have a problem with saying I'm sorry, right? I messed up, okay? Because I, I'm a teacher, so it's a learning opportunity, right? We want to learn. We want to grow. I don't have a problem there, but a lot of people do. You may be in a relationship with somebody, and that person may never want to admit that they're wrong. They never want to say I'm sorry. They, 
But if you, but you, and they, and they point, and a person that points their fingers at you all the time, that's a prideful person because they can't take any responsibility for themselves, right? But if we look at our, we look at our life and we look at all the accomplishments we have and we look at our shortcomings, let's be honest. How often are we the reason we fail? And how often is our pride been a part of the reason we fail? I'm reminded of something. I'm a big snowfall fan, right? And if you watch snowfall, and if you didn't, I'm ruining it for you. Turn this off right now. You know, spoiler alert, et cetera. If you watch Snowfall, the main character, Franklin Sam, I identify with this dude so much. Okay? He came from nothing. He was trying to do the right thing. He ended up getting a drug. Now, I don't sell drugs, et cetera. That's not where I identify with him. I identify with him because he was a he, he had a good heart. I have a good heart. He went about it the wrong way. I didn't. But he was prideful. And the pride cost him everything, okay? He, his pride and his love for money. I don't have a love for money, but his pride cost him. And I would say his pride cost him more than his love of money, right? So if you follow the show, he got his money stolen and he was he was too, too determined to be right, determined to get it back, et cetera. It cost him his best friend for his whole life. It cost him his girl and his son. It cost him his relationship with his mother. And ultimately it cost him his life. He didn't die, but the man that he was died inside because of pride. So much so that when the show was going off in the last scene, they played the song Pride by Kendrick Lamar, right? And it's it says love's going to get you killed, but pride is going to be the death of you and you and you and me and you. So pride is a problem that we have and it permeates through us. And I just want to talk about that. So that's what we're going to get at. But as we go, that's the first definition that we're going to share. The other one I'm going to share with you guys today is dignity, because there's a difference. And I'm not saying that, that we should not be proud of ourselves and we should not have respect for ourselves and we shouldn't hold our heads high, right? When I was a kid, you lose a game. Nope. Chin up, chest out. Chin up, chest out. I'm proud. I'm still me. There's nothing wrong with that. But so, but, but that really is dignity. Dignity is a state or a quality of being worthy of honor or respect. OK, it's to compose a serious manner or style. Right. Hey, I have dignity. Right. I have dignity. So so I look at it like this. Like, man, homeless people who are begging for money or, or eating out of the trash can. My pain goes my heart goes out to them, not only because they in that situation, but their dignity. Right. Their honor and respect is being tested. And it pisses me off when I see people treating people lesser than be it homeless people, or this is a big one, when you go to a restaurant and somebody is treating their server as if they are their server, right? I'm a server. I'm here to serve you, but I'm not your servant, right? And people treat those individuals with less dignity, et cetera. Again, there's nothing wrong with having pride, um, but we don't let, want to let our pride get too far. We want to keep our dignity and our self-respect, et cetera. So let, let's discuss it a little bit more. Um, we're really going to tackle, you know, how pride can show up in our work and our relationships, et cetera. And, and we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. So when I was younger, you know, I'm, I'm talking to my mom, et cetera. And I love my mother, you know, God rest her soul. And she says to me, you know, I'm like, Hey mom, I don't know what to do. Um, you know, should, should I make this decision or that shit? And it could have been anywhere from, um, dating a girl to, you know, anything, making a decision where to, where to go to college. Um, and she says to me, son, follow your heart. You know what I mean? Follow your heart. 
And I'm like, oh man, okay, I'm going to follow what I feel, right? But how many times have what we feel got us in trouble? You know, how many, how many times has what we, we, we base in off emotional decisions, et cetera, right? Now, I grew up in the church and I, I don't want to browbeat you guys with Bible, et cetera, right? But I do want to say that even religions, right, recognize that our heart cannot always be trusted. So a lot of times when we're following our heart, it's going to put us in a bad situation and our heart is wicked. And that's where our pride is coming from. OK, so it says in Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10, the heart is deceitful above all things, things, and it is extremely sick. Who can understand it fully and knows its secret motives? And it says, I, the Lord, search and examine the mind, and I test the heart to give each man according to his ways, according to the results of his deeds, right? So essentially, it's saying that to follow your heart thing, it's wicked, right? And a lot of wickedness, I'm saying, comes out of pride, okay? We, we, we end up being prideful, 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 prideful. And I will tell you, most of the time, like Franklin Saint, like Rev... And like you, if you're honest, pride came before your destruction, right? Read one more Bible verse. This is Proverbs coming from Solomon, who said to be the wisest man in the history of all of the world. Okay. It says pride. Um, this is Proverbs 16, 18. Pride goeth or goes before destruction. So before there is destruction, there is pride. Let me pause for a second, get some history on you. Hitler. Hitler was proud. We are the best. We can build the best country in the world. Germans. We are the pure Aryan race, right? And then look at all the destruction that came from his pride, okay? So pride goes before the destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. Like who used the word haughty? Well, haughty means arrogant, superior, or disdainful. Arrogant, superior, right? So pride goes before the fall and a haughty spirit. Arrogance within us, right? Arrogance within us, um, no, I'm sorry. Pride goes before the destruction. I'm sorry. And then the, the arrogant spirit is before the fall. Before we fall, it will be because we have an arrogant spirit, because of our arrogance. So let, let's let's tackle that a little bit. So we're arrogant. Are we too arrogant to say I'm sorry when somebody does something wrong? I heard this the other day as well. Sometimes you got to sacrifice your right for somebody else's wrong. Or I like to say it right at what cost. Now we're going to dig into me a little bit. Been in relationships before where you know, um, I'm dealing with a dealing with a young woman, love her a lot, and there's a situation that comes up. And I believe, not only do I believe, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I'm right intellectually. I have emotional intelligence. I know I'm right. I can see it from her perspective. But in this situation, I know that I'm right. But if I know that being right is going to be at the cost of the relationship, I need to let my pride go. Let that person feel that she is correct. Because is me being right worth the relationship? Me being right about this particular thing worth the relationship? I ask you, is being, have you ever been in a situation with a mate or whatever where being right destroyed something? Your pride and I have to be right, right? Your haughty spirit, your arrogance there, I have to be right. I know what I'm doing. Has it cost you anything? It sure cost me. And I said this, right at what cost? I was right, but it cost me our relationship. I was right, but it cost me my relationship with my son. I was right, it cost me my relationship with my mother. I was right, it cost me my relationship at job, et cetera. Okay, you're right, 
prideful. I stand on this. I am not wrong. I refuse to move. I refuse to budge, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But at what cost, right? At what cost? What are we doing with that pride, right? How are you letting that pride affect you? But again, we got to keep our dignity, okay? So we don't just want people to walk all over us, but I think we live in a world today where everybody just wants to be right. Everybody's on a podcast like me, on a soapbox saying, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. But if you're always right, then where's the growth in the education? The man that knows something knows that he knows nothing at all. Eric Badu, back in the day, on and on. Check it out, right? So if I know something, I know that I don't know everything and I really know nothing, right? Wisdom is in knowing what you don't know, accepting the, accepting the teaching and growing from there and applying that knowledge, right? Wisdom can be described as applied knowledge in the correct way. So look, I know I'm not right about this. How can I learn? Or even if I am right about this, what is the learning opportunity I can have? Maybe I have to sacrifice my right right now for their wrong, but there's a teachable moment. Now, we don't want to be with somebody who never admits that they're wrong and they never want to grow, but you got to think holistically, think big picture. Is what we're arguing about right now worth what it's going to cost me? Okay, so now we have two ways of showing up pride. Pride shows up embarrassment and being, being afraid to fail. I didn't put out another podcast because of this. I'm not going to try something because of, because of this, because of my pride. And then I refuse to be wrong because of my pride, et cetera, right? And another way that pride shows up in our lives is in I did it by myself. I don't need anybody else. I need no help, right? It's just me. I pulled myself up by the bootstraps. I did this. I, 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 right? But if we really examine, have we really been able to do much of anything in our lives with no help whatsoever, with no encouraging words for others, et cetera? And then we look back and say, well, I did it by myself, so that person can do it by themselves. Story. Real, real, real thing to happen. So back in 2021, mom dies. Okay. Mom dies. And I mean, it's my mother. She passed away. Like it's going, it's going to be hard. So I went through a rough patch there. Really, really rough patch. Um, dating a woman at the time, that really didn't work out either. Rough. And I had an assignment to do um for my doctorate. And while I did the assignment, I didn't document the assignment correctly. So I ended up getting an incomplete for the class. No big deal. This is something you can make up. I have all the work. Well, I reached, so I needed um, my supervisor at the time where I was working was a superintendent of a school. And I needed the superintendent to tell my school that I did the work. That was it. Just, just help me out, right? And he refused to do it. He refused to do it because he said I wasn't effective at my job. Now, we can dig into why I wasn't effective at the job. Was it impossible to do the job? I would say yes. Others have told me yes. There's been a million people in that position. Nobody's been able to succeed. Um, could it have been because my mother died and I needed to, and I needed some empathy there to, to deal with the fact that maybe I wasn't effective as I could be because my mother died when I was 39 years old. That rocked my world, right? I never knew a life without my mother on this earth and she's gone. And then you expect me to perform well at a job. Where's the empathy there? That's fine. So um, I he, he said I didn't do the job very well, fine. So when it comes to talking to my professor, I asked the man, I said, hey, I'll leave his name out of it. Can you 
just affirm that I did these tasks. Now, he has a doctorate in the same thing I'm getting a doctorate in, educational administration. Somebody had to help him in that process, okay? He didn't do it by himself, but he feels so prideful in himself that he would not help me. Instead, he took the opportunity to tell me how terrible of an employee I was. You were not effective for us. You didn't add any value, et cetera. Well, one, that's not what the assignment was to add value. The assignment was to do the job to the best of your ability. I did. And if my ability wasn't as great as you thought, so be it. Doesn't mean I didn't do the work. And two, somebody helped you along the way. But he acts as if he did it all by himself. That is pride. And honestly, I feel bad for the man because I know pride comes before destruction and a haughty, arrogant spirit, I did this by myself, comes before the fall. If you think about your life and, and think about what Killer Mike said um, in, in the album, it was me. I'm the reason I failed. He said it in the song, song called Shed Tears. I'm the reason I failed. And most of the time, when we think about the reason we failed, on the inside is because of our pride, because of our halting spirits, because of our arrogance, because of the fact that we won't ask for help or we think we did it all by ourselves when we don't acknowledge those that help us, right? There has been nobody. You can go to, you can go religious route, you can go to Jesus, you can go to secular route, you can go Hitler. Hitler wouldn't have been able to do all that kind of stuff with the, with, with the Holocaust by himself. He needed help. We all need help to get us to where we're going. But some of us act as if we don't. And that's pride as well. And there will come destruction from pride. We have to hold our dignity, but we need to lay down our pride. So I ask you one more time, where does pride show up in your life? Let me know. Drop some comments. Um, again, shows up with me. And I have been so right that I've lost some relationships. And I can just go back to the exact time. And if I would have just said, you know what? My bad. Not only my bad, because I'm good at saying sorry, but you're right. The way I'm seeing it is just the way I see it, but you know what? You're right. And just give some validation to those individuals' feelings. Things could have worked out. And it doesn't mean that like I gave up my dignity, that I'm still standing strong. I'm still standing on my own two feet, et cetera. But I let my pride destroy some things. How have you let your pride destroy some things? How have you let your, your halting spirit, your arrogant spirit destroy some things? Examine, look within yourself, drop me some comments and let me know. Appreciate you guys checking out the, the second verse of the Revelations podcast. And I'm going to holler at you guys next time. Peace. You have just listened to another episode of the Revelations podcast. You can reach out to the show directly by emailing us at therevelationspodcast at gmail.com. That is R-E-V-E-L-S-A-T-I-O-N-S podcast at gmail.com. You can also use that same name to find us on Instagram. Thank you all for listening. Peace. Revelations now televised, uh, a platform for you and I, and now look with full heart and clear eyes, yeah, these are just my thoughts, truth on how I feel with these topics I prepare, please know my toll, I always keep it real, keep it real, can't face the word if you can't face facts, for your time, just open up your mind, that's it.